Welcome to the One Life Maps podcast. Here's your host and co-author of Listen to My Life, maps for recognizing and responding to God in my story, Sharon Swing. Greetings, everyone. This is Sharon Swing. I'm so glad to have you with us today with a returning guest. Liz Lassa, how are you today? I'm good. How are you, Sharon? Awesome. I'm so glad you're with us today. So today we're going to be talking about journaling and why it's a spiritual practice. But first of all, Liz, um, tell us a little bit about how you describe yourself. Who, what do you do professionally? Well, I am a speaker and I created a journal called the Spiritual Circle Journal. So I ship those to people that um, want those. And I pretty much help people learn how to connect with God on paper. So to process their prayers on paper and help people connect. Really, connection is a theme that runs through all of the topics that I speak on. And connecting deeply is just one of my top core values. So I like to do that with other people, and I like to help other people do that as well. And we connected originally around the Listen to My Life materials. And just, we love Liz. What can I say? She's got a serious amount of energy. You'll notice that when she gets excited, she talks really fast, too. (laughs) Right. I, I do that, too. So this is going to be a fast and furious little interview we've got going here, I'm sure. So Liz, how do you define journaling? To me, journaling is processing my prayers on paper and looking at my life through a lens that helps me process and reflect on what God is doing through my life. So it's one of the reasons I loved listen to my life so much is because I felt it was great at helping me process some things in a way that when you see it visibly written on paper, it's, it's way more powerful sometimes. And it makes you act and actually admit and move forward. And and I'm all about action. I I don't want to just write a bunch of stuff and, oh, that's great. And all. I actually want to see life change and transformation and action. So that is one of the things I love about journaling for me. So at what point did you figure out that journaling was a spiritual practice that was essential to your spiritual health? When I was in my early 30s, a a mom's group leader, Amy, she invited me to this Saturday morning class that we did where we were covering a chapter a week. And she handed us a little dollar notebook from the dollar store and said, okay, girls, I want you to journal every week and come back and let's talk about things. And that was when it became a weekly practice. And I started really, I was going through some health issues at the time and God spent the next year or two through journaling and spending time with him. That's how he taught me how to get still and learn how to hear his voice. Uh, Not necessarily an audible voice. I mean, just, I learned how to get still and how to meet with God in a way that I never had, even though I became a Christian at five years old, but it wasn't until I was 31 until I actually tapped into what it was like to be still and to tap into the power of the Holy Spirit and that daily guidance. And it really started for me through the practice of journaling. So connection, connection with yourself and with God, which also allows connection with others. It sounds like. Exactly. It's so, it's all connected. (laughs) It sure is. And so, yeah, we all, we, we often talk about self-aware, God-aware. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. this, and and that you can't have you can't have the God aware without the self aware, and without the God aware, it's really hard to be self aware as well. Right. And <laughs> yes. So the 
there is so much that you can do. I mean, it seems kind of interesting that basically normal, regular old journaling is you take a blank piece of paper and you start writing. Mm-hmm. And um, is that kind of how you started? Just that was how I started. I Yeah. I started with just, I call it longhand journaling. Dear God, this is how I feel today. This is what's going through my mind. This is what I'm struggling with. Can you help me with X? You know, it was just this long flow of words on a page. That's how it started. And then what? Well, I did that for many years and then I had my third child. (laughs) And then I was so exhausted. I didn't have time to journal anymore. And I cried out to God to help me find him in that new normal. And his, his answer to my prayer was the format of the spiritual circle journal, which is the nine prayer prompts in nine circles in the same spot every day with a circle key at the front that, you know, which I very quickly learned what each circle represented Four four of them were talking circles, five of them were listening circles. And I could just bullet point in those circles and jump all around. I'm a little ADD. So this worked great for me. Uh, it also worked because when the kids would wake up from the nap, then I could, I could set it aside, but then come right back and just jump into the next circle. So it was the format that made it doable for me with three young children that I, within a few months of journaling that way, my, my walk with God and our relationship was right back to where it had been before my third child. And I was just so grateful that he answered my prayer as I cried out to him to help me find him again in deep ways in this new normal with three children. So what are the, some of the topics on the talking circles? Well, the talking circles, and I think a lot of people are familiar with that. Um, the first one is journal entry, and I call it the heart circle, circle, which is what's on your heart today? What, what, do you, what, what did you wake up thinking about, being concerned about, being thankful for, you know, grateful for? Like, what are you happy, sad, glad, mad, anything that is on your mind? So that's the journal entry circle. And then some of the other circles are you're familiar with because we're taught what to say to God. So one is confession. One is what we're thankful for, right? A lot of us say what we're thankful for. And then there's the prayer circle. So that's, of course, God, my prayers are that are the help me with, you know, that, that kind of thing. So those are the talking circles. So tell me about what the listening circles are. All right. So the listening circles are the message circle, which is what you think God's wanting you to get out of whatever spiritual food you're eating that week or day, which would be your Bible study, your Bible reading, uh, a devotional, maybe a sermon. So that's really the main message you think God's wanting you to get out of that. The lesson learned circle is as you reflect on you know, the past week, is there a light bulb moment or a lesson learned that God would want you to get. So I would say like, if you had a do over and you wanted to do something different, was there a lesson learned and how would you do it better next time? So that circles, I would also call the do over circle. Um, The other one is the action circle. And the action is really what God's putting on your heart to be his hands and feet and the prompts of the Holy spirit. And then the verse or lyric circle is any verse or scripture, any like song lyric or verse that keeps coming up for you, or that's really on your heart that that day or that week. And that is really kind of, you know, would be almost a message from God as well, that thing that's really resonating with you. 
And then the God moving circle is really the, where you're seeing God show up in your life. Any coincidences or just so happened moments, uh, any dots connecting where you're seeing God really moving in your life and going, wow, okay, I need to pay attention here and notice God. So those are the five listening circles. And of course, there's the four talking circles. So then the talking circles are where you start, right? Yes. Well, and honestly, it doesn't matter where you start because that's the beauty of the format is that you just jump in where it's like a conversation with a friend. We don't have a certain order that we speak to each other, right? Well, that's the same with God is we don't really have a certain order necessarily. So it's kind of, you go, what's what immediately is popping into your mind. It might be, you know, one of the talking circles is thank you and adoration. Maybe your first thing that's coming to mind as you start and you sit down to journal is wanting to thank God and being grateful for something. So that might be a good place to start if you weren't sure. Uh, the other one is the journal entry circle, which is what's on your heart, your mind, your concerns, your struggles, burdens, anything that's bothering you. That's where you share what's you know really on your heart that day or that week. And then your confession mm-hmm. circle is, of course, confession. <laughs> and then the prayer circle is really any prayer requests we have for yourself or for the world. or or anyone in your life. So it's your prayer request circle. Yeah. So basically this particular format that you've developed is incredibly simple in the, the, this journal that you've prepared is nice and thick because there's lots of pages in, in it. Uh And there's a, um, a date at the bottom of the page, but all the pages pretty much look uh, the same because it's getting people into a routine of focus so you can sit down and 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 I can immediately start in, like you said, wherever I want, whatever's top of mind, but yet as opposed to staring at a blank page, it's got these prompts. Right. And and the what thing that has helped me the most with, with it is it focuses my time with God and it ends up making that quiet time very much more meaningful and more fruitful. So I see a lot of fruit in my life because of this practice I do. And it's very obvious. It's noticeable. And I live more in awe of God because of that, I think. And that's really a lot of what gives me my energy. I think sometimes you spoke of is I just get excited when I see God moving all the time. Right. So the other big benefit of, of how this thing works for me is that I can see the the patterns very easily. I can go back for the last month and see, you know, and not only that, sometimes you get sick of yourself writing the same thing in that confession slot. Maybe it's time <laughs> to get a change, right? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, so there's 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 particular points here that uh, that you can see yourself making progress or where you're stuck mm-hmm. um, and, and all along the way. So Tell me a little bit about what's happening right now. What are you um, doing to help people in the midst of these shelter-in-place orders and all that many people are going through? And how does this fit for people right here, right now? Well, you know, for me personally, I was going through a rough season before all this started. I had about 15 months of hard uh, where God... Uh, my mom was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer and she and I are very close and, and it was good Friday actually last year. 
And that, and in conjunction with a lot of other things going on, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's disease. My son was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. He went off to college and graduated, and this diagnosis came in the middle of being all the way across the country. And some other things as well. There was a lot of hard things going on in my own life. And the morning I, my mom got the diagnosis of cancer, the, the lyrics to the song in my head were, though the night is closing in, don't give up, don't give in. This won't last. It's not the end. You're going to be okay. And I really woke up with this. It, it was like God was assuring me, Liz, it's going to be okay. This is going to be hard, but it's going to be okay. And the quiet time that morning was about escapism and healthy coping. And it was like, Liz, you're going to have to learn how to cope well, like this, cope well in the hard. And it's been a journey. It hasn't been easy, but there's a lot of healthy coping tips that I've learned along the way. I know that in this, you know, this crisis right now with COVID, I've seen articles about how people are coping in unhealthy ways that are hurting them. And I really, so I felt led at the beginning of all this to start posting healthy coping tips on my spiritual circle journal, Facebook page and an Instagram page to help people with some of the ways God has taught me how to cope. I wanted to share some of them and I have more, I've only covered nine or 10. So I'm going to just add them as God keeps leading and I have time to write them, but it's been a journey. And I thought, well, gosh, I want to help. I want to help other people as well. So not just cope, not just post about coping, but let's walk with them together. So this May journaling challenge came out of that heart for wanting to help others walk through this together. So tell us about the May journaling challenge. Okay. So how this is going to work on Mondays, we are connecting with ourselves, which is I'm posting a a prompt on the spiritual circle journal community page. So they do need to join the the community group. It's called spiritual circle journal community. And I post the prompt there. So I did that this morning that was posted and people can journal anytime for it. I just tell them to get a pen and paper and journal for 10 minutes on those questions. And then Wednesday is connecting with each other. And so we're going to get on a Facebook live at three o'clock central standard time for about 15 minutes. And have some fun together and some connection and maybe cover a journaling tip or something in that. And then on Friday, we're going to connect with God and I'm going to hold the space for us to journal on a zoom call. And so I'm going to you know, start with some scripture and a song and then uh, maybe a prompt. And then I'm going to hold the space and we're all going to sit there in silence with maybe some soft music on and journal together and then we're going to come back together and have an opportunity to share if anyone wants to do that. So I wanted to really use this as a way to get us all connecting in these different areas of our life and to really have something fun to look forward to three times a week. I don't know about you, but <laughs> the days can blend together a little bit right now. So I wanted mm-hmm. to, fun is really important to me and it's one of my top values. So I thought let's do something fun as well and let's connect in community with other women who might be needing that as well. You know, and I also thought this is a great outreach opportunity. You know, right now I can't invite women into my home. I usually invite women into my home all the time. Well, I can't do that right now, but I can invite a friend along with me on this journaling challenge. And so can many other people, they can see a friend in need who's struggling and invite her. So I have a heart for outreach as well. So that was really what's going on with this challenge too. Very good. So this is May, 2020. Yes. Since since it's a podcast that people may be listening to at various different points in time. And your Facebook page is Spiritual Circle Journaling, right? No, it's Spiritual spiritual Circle Journal. Mm -hmm. Journal. No Mm -hmm. I-N-G at the end. Okay. 
So that's how people can connect with you first, right? Yes. Okay, great. And if they wanted to get a copy of the Spiritual Circle Journal, tell them how to do that. They would go to spiritualcirclejournal.com. And right now, because Mother's Day is next week, we are doing a Spiritual Circle Journal bundle that will be uh, uh, through Mother's Day. So you can get the kids version. There is a kids version, the kids version and the adult version. So you can journal along with your kids and help them cope through this and process. Because I know this is hard. I have three kids and they're all going through it a little differently right now. So I would, you know, if people are struggling with that, that is a resource that could help them as well. Very good. Okay. So you're a sweet spot coach. What does that mean? Well, that means my calling is to help other people to theirs. So I have this four call process where I can help people figure out their gifts and their values and their passions and come up with one statement that encompasses all those things so that they can move into that. And so that's what I can do through your four coaching calls as well as, and also this journal is a form of that. I'm pretty much pushing people to God to help them learn how to listen so that they can move forward into what he has for their life. So that's a tool as well that does the same thing. Very good. So is there anything else that you want to make sure we share with our listeners today? No, I just want to encourage people to really take the time to look around and notice and pay attention to how people might be coping around them. I know sometimes we feel like we're in survival mode in hard times and crisis and I don't know, I guess I want to just leave people with, you know, people say, I want to finish well. I've heard, I've heard, heard older people say this, I want to finish well. And to me, I think I want to cope well. And I, and I haven't, you know, I've struggled at times, just like everyone else. This is such a new thing. We've never been in this place before. We've never been isolated for so long. It's weird. It's hard. Uh, so I just want to st- leave asking that question. So how can I cope well? And how can I help others cope well? And is there anything I can do to do that? And, you know, I just hope that people are thinking like that right now. Yes. And this, this particular stretch of time, um, I am very deeply hopeful that people will move toward God instead of the frustrations driving them away from God. Um, that's my prayer. And there are all kinds of opportunities in the midst of these times to recognize and respond to what God is up to and taking advantage of, of the fact that our routines have been disrupted, um, in the midst of it. And so I think this, this invitation to journal is, is definitely an important one at this point in time. So, Hey Liz, I just really appreciate you joining us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. I love, I always love chatting with you, Sharon. And for those of you who want to find out a little bit more about what's going on with Listen to My Life right now and what our offerings this month are for you to get involved with us are on Zoom. We have two different events that you can find out about on the homepage of the website at onelifemaps.com. You'll see Exploring Your Story in God's Creation Story because we know that where your story begins with God matters and how he initiated you in his love from the very beginning. That'll be Wednesday, May 13th from 1 to 3 p.m. Central Time via Zoom. And then on May 21st, that's a Thursday, from noon to 1.30 on Zoom, 
Uh, everybody's invited to Sybil's Book Club this month, and she is going to be talking about the book Learning from Henry Nowen and Vincent Van Gogh, A Portrait of the Compassionate Life. So I hope that we'll see you on Zoom for either one of those and also our monthly facilitator call that will be coming up as well. You can find out more about that on the website as well. So as for now, thank you so much for joining us on the One Life Maps podcast. Have you thought, I don't know myself anymore? Have you wondered, is there something more? Are you at a crossroads in life and asking, which way will lead me toward expressing more of who I am made to be? Are you looking for a way to understand the restlessness you feel inside? Are you seeking a deeper spiritual life and desire to rediscover who you are through God's eyes? You're ready for the life mapping experience of Listen to My Life. Go to onelifemaps.com to purchase your portfolio of visual life maps. While you're there, check out our upcoming virtual coaching groups, live workshops, and options for you to facilitate the Listen to My Life experience with others. That's onelifemaps.com. O-N-E-L-I-F-E-M-A-P-S dot com.